It's sponsorship week and our teams are creating fake ads for our fake companies. However, the losing team will face real consequences. Who wins and who's going to leave the competition? You'll find out on this episode of America's Next Top Podcaster. Greetings from America's Next Top Podcaster, made for a masterclass of podcasting, but strong enough for reality competition. I'm your host, Brian Ibbett. Before we get to the judging, let's hear from Tom and how well he thinks these teams are going to do selling their fake products. Team Connect 4 has the most unexpected idea uh, for me, uh, a dog delivering the ad, which that is either something that the sponsor would come to you with and you'd be like, okay, I guess I have to make this work. Uh, or you would suggest and the sponsor would say, no way. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. I hope it's not cheesy. That's their, honestly, in most of these, the, the problem is they might be cheesy. Uh, but I, I think they had the right approach in saying, we'll have the dog talking about how great that looks and do sound design to make it sound good. Uh, if they can hit the bullet points, I think this could come off. It'll go wrong if if the judges say, well, I, I wanted to know what the people thought of the food, but I think they can, they can execute it in a way that will prevent that from being a criticism. Blue Fan Group is trying to sell me Comfort Soft with movie trailers. Uh, I feel this might, I know there are other ideas that sound risky in here. This may be one of the riskiest because the movie trailer parody is so done. Uh, so you really have to do it well. I think that's the key. And I, I never want to come into these coaching sessions and tell somebody their idea shouldn't be done and make them start over because that's unfair. Uh, so I really just tried to push these folks to, to say like, all right, if you're going to do movie trailers, make them good. Set those expectations low. Like, oh, it's just three podcasters joking around and then blow them away with how good they sound. Um, it also has to sell the mattress. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if they work that in, in a way that makes sense. Uh, but I think they can do it. So I'm interested to see what they come up with. The makers at first, I was worried that they didn't really have much in store until they told me like, oh yeah, no, everything you're saying is what we've already talked about, which made me think, oh, they actually are on the right track, which is make a really good commercial for Orange Sight and blow the judges away. I mean, it's easier said than done, but they have the right attitude. They have the right skills. They can do it. They just can't let down on any part. And I, I, I kept trying to emphasize that. And they kept saying, yeah, no, that's what we've been saying to each other. Uh, so hopefully they do. If they execute, this will be the winner uh, because it's the most ambitious of the three. It's not trying to let themselves off the hook in any way. So I'm very curious to see what the makers turn out. The Contour Shuttle Pro is one of the most important tools in my production pr process. I am so dependent on it that I bought the Contour Shuttle Express, the smaller model, to travel with. I sometimes have to take my work with me, volleyball practices, vacations, trips, hotel rooms, and I would not be able to do the things I do as fast as I do them if it weren't for the Contour Shuttle products. My laptop and my shuttle make working away from my home studio so much easier. The Shuttle Express is just as programmable and just as versatile as the Pro, but in a smaller, more compact form factor. The Contour Shuttle Express and the Contour Shuttle Pro V2 
have made for a more efficient use of my time and my efforts when I'm working on editing, producing podcasts. Go to contourdesign.com, get more information on the, the Shuttle Pro V2 and the Shuttle Express. And I'd like to thank Contour Designs for providing a Shuttle Pro V2 for the, this season's winner and a Contour Shuttle Express for this season's second place finisher. Hey, Brian David here for Rogue Amoeba's Loopback software. Look, podcasts these days are so complicated. You're hearing it on this very show. You've got co-hosts, you've got call-in guests. You want your guests to hear your co-hosts and your co-hosts to hear your guests, but you also don't want to record an echo of your co-hosts and your guests. And then you've got to throw on sound effects and bed music on top of all of that. Make sure you can stream it so your audience can hear it. Oh, yeah, what you need is one of those setups like an old-timey telephone operator where you plug the audio from one source into the receiving port of another source and so on and so forth. If only there was a Mac application that could do all that for you. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't have said it if there wasn't, and there is, and it's called Loopback. Loopback from Rogue Amoeba does all of that stuff. You pick your audio sources and your output channels, and you just connect them with virtual cables. It's that easy. You can combine audio from multiple sources into one virtual device and route it wherever you need it. You can even do pass-through so that you hear everything you want to hear in your headphones. It's great for podcasting, streaming, and even screencasting. And right now, Rogue Amoeba wants to give you a deal. Use the code TOPCAST20, that's T-O-P-C-A-S-T-20, to save 20% off of Loopback or any of the other great Rogue Amoeba products like Audio Hijack, Farago, and Fission. Or even use it for 20% off the Ultimate Podcast Bundle, which is, gives you a discounted price on all four products already. Then you'll get 20% off of that. That code, again, is TOPCAST20. Visit RogueAmoeba.com for more. When you are dealing with multiple audio streams from various audio sources, making sure they all sound the same and have the same levels can be tough. I've already talked a little bit about luffs and how making sure that maintaining a consistent level throughout your show is important. This plugin makes it super simple. You put it in your master at the end of the chain, set the desired settings you want, and the playlist writer makes adjustments on the fly in real time as it goes. This has been an absolute godsend. The playlist writer from Waves makes all of that so much easier. This can also be placed in individual tracks so that you have control over each track. You can also stick it on a track that has music to be music under voice, and it creates a steady professional level for your bed music. This is a relatively new tool. However, I do not do a show without it now. It has become one of the more automatic sets that I throw into every single show template I, I do. This tool is part of the audio creator suite. There's a link in the show notes where you can follow and get more information and buy one for yourself. Go to waves.com to get more information about this and all the other fine plugins. Greetings and welcome to America's Next Top Podcaster. We've taken a master class in podcasting, dropped it, flipped it, and reversed it into a reality competition series. I'm your host, Brian Ibbett. Zip, 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 dip, zip, zip, dip. 
And now a word from our sponsor. No, that was the challenge this week. And our three teams were given fake sponsors to produce effective ads for. Each team was assigned a sheet of talking points, just like what a regular podcaster would get from a real advertiser. And they had to make sure that all of the points on the talking sheet were hit and an ad was produced that wouldn't make the listeners fast forward to the good stuff. How did our teams do? Judging today will be brought to you by our three hot, fresh, and tasty judges from Infinite Gain, Jenny Josephson. Well, hello. Hello. Do you remember the first sponsor you had to do an ad read for on your podcast? This podcast is brought to you by these viewers of this podcast. (laughs) Well done. Uh, From Night Attack, it's Justin Robert Young. Oh, hello, friends. How are you? Good. How about you? What was your first sponsor? I believe the first one was probably either Audible or Netflix. I can't remember. But the first one that I remember saying like, oh, my God, like these people are paying me to read a thing was the Ford Motor Company advertising the all new Ford Sink, which was not a a place where you washed your dishes, but rather their (laughs) uh, entertainment system. Uh, Was that one of the talking points? Don't compare it to a, a basin? No, but because we had a very active Photoshop audience with uh, a NSFW show, that was the the only thing that we got back is a bunch of pictures of rusted sinks. out sinks. But uh, but that that was very rarely part of the ad read. It was it was always uh, always up and up. Oh, too funny! That's awesome. Uh, and from the morning stream, Scott Johnson. Hello. Hello, and how Hello. about you? What was your first uh, sponsor? Uh, I believe, and this was kind of hard to remember. I've been doing this for so freaking long, but I'm pretty sure it was Typefrag. Uh, they used to offer Ventrilo servers. Oh, like, I remember Ventrilo servers long before yeah. Discord, long before TeamSpeak, all that stuff. And uh, yeah, I remember at the time thinking, well, this is the end-all, be-all communication method for gamers. And boy, howdy, were we wrong. So Wow. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, early on, I had Tower Records, and we can see how that all ended up. <laughs> yeah, well done, dude. Thanks, yeah. Well, hey, you killed Typefrag, uh, so. <laughs> that's true, yeah. That's true. All right, judges, uh, sponsorship week. What kinds of things were you guys looking for in these sponsored segments? Uh, Justin, we'll start with you. Brevity. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. How very brief of you to say. Uh, Jenny. Perfect editing. Uh, it's, it's, it's like the, it's the best broken record I hear every week. And Scott, <laughs> um, for me, it's a combination of brevity and, uh, uh, an indefinable, well, no, I'll go ahead and define it. What, what commercials made me not want to skip them? Mm-hmm. That's what I was looking for. Give me one that I don't want to hit these convenient buttons. All podcast players have now where I can go ahead 15 to 40 seconds and skip your shit. And I was really worried that I was going to want to skip these. Did I? Well, you'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> Very no, good. you don't. Just skip ahead to the part where you <laughs> yell about it. That's right. Just in case you want to know, we'll announce the winner in exactly 18 minutes. So, okay, uh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get things started with Tasty Crate. Connect Four. You guys ended up with uh, Tasty Crate this week. They did. And Tony P. And, and again, now, just to be clear, it uh, uh, we didn't pick it. It fell to us. That's, that's true. It fell to you. And did it live up to your expectations as far as, like, were you, after you got into it, were you still happy that it landed in your lap? I was. Um, that's one of the 
uh, I think it was tricky actually to be honest it was yeah. well um we see that all the time as an advertisement being tasty create versions um yeah. it was tricky to pick the right theme or the concept to go with I think we had handful of concepts that we could choose from and we chose one was it tough because we're all so familiar with Blue Apron and HelloFresh to stay yeah. away from from ways that those guys have done their ads? Absolutely. Or were any of your concepts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the biggest, if you ask me, it, it, that's the, the biggest risk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now you guys lost Jeremy last week and it's just down to the two of you. Uh, in in Connect Four, and I'm not going to ask you to say anything negative about your old teammates, but is there a benefit to being a leaner two person team? Is there a focus that that gets improved, or is it just tougher to spread all that work around? I think it's it's a mix. I would say um, I know Tony has his own uh, version. I'm sure. Um, I would say the leaner team was like. There are not too many inputs, which could be both bad and good, right? Um, If we had more people, there's more ears to what we are delivering. But I think um, the leaner being, okay, I will tackle this and and no back and forth, I would say. Uh, We just settle for um, the things so we can speed up the process of actually recording things. Um, And then criticizing each other was less um, which again can go <laughs> for bad or good, but I think um, right. both has its own um, pros and cons. I would say, um, being very diplomatic. It, I, I, I agree. Um, no, I definitely don't have anything bad to say about the other teammates. It was no, no, it, it was no, great no working with them, and everyone brought you know their own talents and ideas, and so that was the hard part. Uh, to Chetna's point, it's just less less fuel in the think tank. One third yeah, so. less input, or one fourth, or half less in, uh, less yeah, input. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The communication was easier. The channels were a lot smaller, but uh, definitely, like I said, less in the in the tank. So, kind of miss that, but we do what we got to do, and you know, get through you, it. Yeah, you, you, you carry forward. So the dog, the dog show idea. Did it? Was it basically simultaneous, like you came up with the idea of the commercial being told from a dog perspective and the show around it being a dog perspective, or did one come before the other? Um, so I think the the ad came as a concept, and then we weaved the show around. Um, so I, I actually listed a couple of premises of the show and then what the ad would entail. Um, so that's how I came up with. And then I think, um, yeah, I actually uh, would say that the ad concept came first as a dog um, thing and then um, wrapped around the show being the dog show. All right. Well, very good. Let's see uh, what the judges thought. We're going to start with Jenny. Overall, I'm just going to say I really liked all of these. Uh, And I liked your creativity. And maybe uh, uh, that's not what you want for every ad read. But if you're like, let's say this is your special ad read and you're getting a lot of extra money for it for some reason, I'm into it. Um, I understood personally that it was a dog's point of view podcast, tongue in cheek. The moment I heard eight out of 10 bones, I'm not sure like you you can never go wrong, even in these brief 30 seconds um, where you say something like, uh, and we'll be right back with, uh, you know, 10 out of 10 bones, a podcast from a dog's perspective. Like just 
lay it out there. It just doesn't hurt, especially if you're doing something that's like out there. Uh, I had a good laugh with the production music because I've used it before, which happens, but it just sort of made me laugh and made me realize that we have to fix production music. Um, I, I like the sound design. I like the sound design of a cat because a cat in a box is something a dog would be annoyed by. It's sort of true to the character. Uh, there were a couple things. My ears this week, since the stuff was so short, yeah, I was out for perfect edits. Where I want every perfect edit. I thought the transition into your ad was good. I thought the transition out was abrupt. There were a couple times that the sound was a little... <laughs> like, there's got to be, and I'm going to say this again and again, at this point, with con concept and execution and your level of talent, what's going to get you is edits. It's, it's just like if you're not doing it to a level that we're prepared to accept from you, that's a really good case for you going home. I'm not saying that specifically to this team. I'm just saying like it's, it's, it's the thing that shouldn't be happening anymore. And you should be thinking about it, not just edits in terms of um, like literal in the timeline fixy fix. I'm talking about like how things flow from one thing to another. Like if you... If it's abrupt, take the extra 10 minutes and like figure out a way to get out of your ad and back into your copy smoothly. Even if it's like just a basic like, and we're back, like I'll take that. You know, it's just like I want I want you to really like commit to it. It's not just like silence and and then we're into the show again. Yeah, it makes sense. And it's funny because you the way you describe it, two of the three teams did that and we're back. And I think any sort of break you do with the audio. To, to separate those works, even if it's just the host saying, all right, and, you know, we thank so-and-so for their support of the show and let's move yeah. on kind of thing. We're good. All right, Justin. Uh, um, I did not know this was a dog and I got halfway through it thinking that he was the gimp from Pulp Fiction. Um, it was creepy and weird and I didn't get it. And I, I think, you know, the sound design was fine. It's obviously a creative premise. Uh, I, I, I'm presuming that the entire podcast is from this dog's perspective, which I know there are some real dog lovers that love that and they love making Instagrams and Twitters for their dogs and making their dogs say like, woof, woof, my human uh, voted for Jill Stein or whatever. But like, uh, I, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Jill Stein. Like, Is there a thing about dogs and Jill Stein? I don't, I, didn't. I don't know, man. I don't know what a dog. Yeah, I don't know. You dog people can figure that one out. Like, <laughs> like I All don't right. know. I don't get it. I know people like doing it. I, I always find it weird. Um, and so I found this weird and off-putting and creepy. Uh, uh, I think what Jenny said is, is really important. I at least would have gotten the point of it, and I wouldn't have gotten halfway through thinking that this was a, 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 a submissive human who was uh, uh, eating food off the floor. Um, <laughs> like, if, if there was some kind of like, and now, uh, uh, the thoughts of a dog or something that just brought me into it, gotta think about these things from the like I don't know nothing perspective 
Like you can almost never go wrong in too much handholding, uh, especially if you're high concept. Like, and and this is high concept because it's not like you're even doing like arf arf arf. That's me saying, or it's like a dog translator or something. It, it it's just you being a dog, which again, when you don't know that and you just think that it's somebody who has loosened their ball gag enough to uh, uh, talk about being fed, you know, by their human owner uh, is not what you wanted to go for. And uh, uh, I think that this suffered for it. But I would listen to that podcast. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, look, and, live, and your, live your life, baby. Like, that's <laughs> fine. Like, I, I just do whatever you want. I mean, I don't know. I guess that this entire thing was supposed to be from the dog's perspective. Like, like the main podcast is supposed to be from the dog's perspective. Uh, hey, yeah, the whole, the whole podcast. Yes. To, to answer the question, the whole podcast is supposed to be from the dog's perspective. And we, um, we put that on the little credits sheet. Um, it's that dog on show and it's a show for dogs by dogs, yada, yada. Uh, however, regardless of what happens, I think it was worth it. Uh, just for Justin's explanation. It was, it was cracking me up. Uh, hey, Brian, how long does this go tonight so I can go tell my dog I voted for Jill Steiner? <laughs> I I only that. if you do a show around it, because I'm curious know, about man. its reaction, yeah. too. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe the dog got it wrong. It's a stupid dog. Like, you know, they, don't know. <laughs> they eat their own poop. Like They're not smart. <laughs> Oh, I love it. All right. Well, Jerry thought it was a little rough. Let's go to ah, Scott now. Ah. <laughs> wow. All right, Tony. Uh, I listen. Remember last week I said whoever gets the food one has the advantage. Remember that? Oh, you don't have to answer. I uh, do. I yeah. still think. I still think that's true. Um, in this particular case, out of these three today, this one was the one that I uh, gave the most points to. Um, and there's a few reason, reasons. Um, you guys have already talked at length about the dog thing, but it was a little confusing at first. Once I understood, it was a little hard to get out of my head the whole time that uh, it wasn't so much that it was so high concept or strange for me. It was more like, now how would that work? He's going to be a dog the whole time. Does this show actually have multiple episodes? And now I want to hear a whole season of the show so I can see how it's told from the dog's point of view. And is it you pretending to be an actual dog, are you the owner of the dog doing proxy work for the dog as the speaker of the podcast? And that's all great because I, like Jenny, wouldn't mind seeing this, this high concept in full view. However, I don't, it, the problem it was having on me was it was distracting me from the ad. Read. Let me, let me, let me, let me say I had enough in these three minutes. So, <laughs> so they can have the other episode and seasons. I, I tap yeah. out. All right. Uh, so, so anyway, I thought you used, I thought the music and the sound effects and the reading, that stuff was all great. And I, I'm a fan of uh, Tony's voice and I think it fit really well here. I think he was the right guy to have do this. Um, I think the cat's part was a mistake. Jenny found it funny, but I found it to be pulled away from the product too much. And, it, I, and I get the temptation, especially given your premise. But as soon as that cat thing happened, I went, oh, well, crap, you're, you know, the laser beam is off the product and no advertisers like that as much. And so I was trying to balance my, I want to give these guys big points for creativity, but I want to also see this from the, from the perspective of these ad people who I've had to sit in countless meetings with while they do 
they call them onboarding meetings. And you sit there for an hour listening to them talk about what we have to say, why we can't say certain things, uh, why certain brands can't be mentioned, this sort of stuff. It's all very careful and NDA-ish kind of has a quality of that to it. And so having, having this bit of theatrics, uh, I'm trying to balance that going, well, this is because Brian has this weird thing this week. And as a result, they're throwing as much creativity as they can. So in this case, I have to give that some points. If it was an actual ad read, it would be the weirdest thing in the world. So I had that juggle going on, whether I held it or held those, you know, juggled those balls very well is, is, you know, maybe up for interpretation, but, but that was kind of, what? (laughs) No, don't go yet. Uh, what I was going to say. Oh yeah. Uh, if you know, you, uh, I was going to say, Oh, I was going to say it's a little long. Um, again, we're, we're doing this for a show where, you know, maybe 30 seconds felt weird to all you guys. It was an option, but I, but nobody really took that option. Um, uh, I like well, your top and bottom bits. That stuff cracked me up. Thought it was funny. Dragging the dog's butt on the floor always makes me laugh. So I'm into that. Um, and for me, it was uh, the best of the week. And also this week I'm doing a special grade. So this is my skip grade. I'd get it. I'd give it an M for maybe I'd skip it, but that dog perspective thing was enough to keep me there. So. For good or ill, your dog thing kept me listening. Not that I'd skip any of these, but I never had that impulse of like, oh my gosh, I got to skip this ad. I want to get to the content. Whereas I may have felt that way about one of the other ones, is what I'm saying. I, I like that your skip grade is is reminiscent of your soundtrack grade on that movie podcast. <laughs> I, I really took the easy way out on that. I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to do like film sack here and give them a grade. Why not? Yeah. Again, Go ahead. Add a comment here. I think, uh, thank you, Scott Chetna here. And I think um, I, I did think about making it 30 seconds ad, the real ad uh, uh, duration. But the only thing is we had requirements in the talking points where we had to cover a certain talking points. I don't think we could have covered in 30 seconds by blah, 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 doing the whole talking point. So we stuck with that. I think um, I would say um, to our defense, uh, we did read through all the requirements in terms of talking points to be covered as per the ad. Well, and this, that's a really good point. And, and again, this is that balance I was trying to keep in my head of remembering that the structure of this and also just the structure of the show and you guys sort of integrating all that you've learned and everything we've told you up till now and everything else, that's going to add to the length of something like this particular challenge which is a first, by the way, they didn't do this in the first two seasons. So yeah, no, this is, this is a brand new. So uh, you guys are, you know, beta testing this one and it's, it's a, it's a harder call than I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, so I did give more points on that side because I felt like, uh, like what were you going to do? Like, like we, we, we've had some discussion about this, but there is that option of going straight read, read it off the page, back music, uh, fade in, fade out. Like everybody does read it exactly the way the advertisers gave it to us and just have our own voice and whatever. And that it's an option. But would I've taken that option given this competition? I don't think I would have. I would have tried to be different. I would have tried to throw in creativity. And as far as I'm concerned, of the three we got this week, yours was the most creative. Excellent. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, and, and you know, the onboarding thing, like, that is something that that does come up when you are a, a podcaster working with a real advertiser, or I, I should say it can come up. It's funny because in all three of these cases, they are based on actual talking point sheets that I've received without an onboarding from 
the three, you know, the three uh, companies you can assume <laughs> that they are, that they are, uh, names have been changed to protect the innocent from. So an onboarding yeah, it's thing. Gonna, it's going to vary, right? Like we got, it's vary. Um, yeah. I did some ads for the instance for HelloFresh and they, they not only had to have onboarding, they had to do it twice because somebody at their company changed jobs and the new guy wanted to talk to all the people that were going to be doing the reads. Oh, but wow. then I know in other cases, uh, they've not done that. So yeah, and it can get it can get weird. And so maybe with the beta test, maybe next season, if we do this again, we have a fake onboarding person who pretends they're the uh, uh, the the coach basically, and says, "No, I don't like that idea. Come up with something else." <laughs> oh man! Or or we could just not do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I don't have a score sheet this week. All right. Let's uh, thank you very much, Connect Four. And we will move over to Blue Fan Group. You guys picked Comfort Soft, the mattress. Yep. And uh, you guys had a, a, you know, a change up. Well, every team had a change up a couple of weeks ago, but now that you guys have been working together for a week, uh, how are you finding the chemistry? Is, is it, is it all gelling? I think it's all gelling. We had fun on this, on this. Yeah. One. This, this was a blast. Mm-hmm. I could tell. Yeah. It was a, it's a, it's a very fun concept and it would be so easy to turn this thing into like a, 10 minute ad with all sorts of different movie types that you could <laughs> throw in there. Actually, was that, was that an issue? Like, did you come up with too many um, movie concepts and had to pare down to the ones no. you used? Okay. No, because the way that it started was first we defined our show mm-hmm. because we knew that the ad would have to match the flavor and um, create audience engagement that matched the show. So we defined it and mm-hmm. then we ended up having two different options. And then um, we combined the options and we were told by Tom during like, it was just when we decided we're like, oh, maybe we'll combine both uh, concepts mm-hmm. that um, <laughs> Tom's the one who told us like, you know what, you should pick three. So we didn't even have that moment where we're like, oh my gosh, we have so many, we have to pare it down. Right. We knew going into creating the ad that it was going to be three. It's the comedy love threes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember him, I remember him mentioning that. Um, so you guys, it's funny though. So you guys came up with the the show around it first and then came up with the ad within which which technically would be the way that it would happen organically. You guys would have your show. You'd be approached by uh, Comfort Soft and you'd have to come up with this uh, <laughs> this ad. Yeah, we committed to the bit. Very oh, good. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. All right, well, let's get to our judges. And uh, we're going to start this time with Justin. Ads are... A, an unpleasant thing. No one likes them. Like they are generally things we skip. We tolerate them because we enjoy the shows and we would like to see our favorite shows continue and the hosts, specifically the ones that we are bound to, prosper. But by and large, I would compare ads to 
getting unpleasant news. Let's say that one of your friends or family members was injured. Would you prefer that the person telling you that news get right to the point or do a funny accent and, and say, Arr, they were in a car accident and uh, they went to the hospital and then they played some music behind it and then they did the rest of it in a sea shanty. Uh, I think that we would all prefer for things to be right to the point. The best versions of ads are extensions of the show. If this is an extension of the show, I don't want to listen to the show. Uh, uh, technically, I, I think that the sound design was all over the place. The mic quality wasn't great. This was an unpleasant listen, and I didn't like it at all. Ooh, all right. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. <laughs> Scott. Okay. Lighten things up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I came away with this thinking that what I heard was three, almost four different commercials that would have run way better on their own. And it got me to thinking that if, um, if you were to do this and let's say you had a buy from an ad placement of, you know, four weeks, three weeks, whatever that you, used each one of these concepts could be fleshed out and be and and turn itself into a 30 second spot um or so and i think retain what you were aiming for in each one without it being an amalgam of all three um that that that's a feeling i had from the top to the bottom and i couldn't shake it and i think that would improve the entirety of this thing if it was just segmented out now uh you know, whether, whether this, whether you would have gotten more points from me, had you done just one of them and and done it and it was shorter, probably because, you know, brevity also matters. But as I told the other team, this is a complicated competition. There's more here than just, Hey, let's do an ad. We're making a lot of conceits like, well, you've already got a show and it's popular and somebody came to you and wants to do ads on it. So there's a lot of assumed things going on. Uh, As it often is every week, you know, there's always an assumption about the shows you guys are creating. And in this one in particular, you had to build a fake show and a commercial in it. And uh, I guess what I'm saying is I don't envy anyone having to do this challenge. I think it's hard. But what I think you ended up doing was making three really good, maybe even close to four really good single uh, run ads and having them all mushed together, I think did a disservice to the overall feel of it. Um, and I, I just got the feeling that if, if Comfort Soft heard that heard this they wouldn't just say hey what if we took all what if we did this in threes and just took all took it all and separated it but again my brain says yeah scott easy to say it's a fake company we made up so so knowing all of that and trying to balance this fakeness with with your creativity and your willingness to go to different places i mean you guys really went three different places and you went there with your hearts and your souls and and, and i say hats off to that because that's at least something that means something for me. Um, but if I was to, you know, again, I would, I'd split it up and, uh, I've, I've been getting everybody, everybody a grade tonight. Uh, you did tie for second, by the way, for me. So I don't know if that helps, but giving people a grade. It's called my skip grade. I'd give this a P for probably, but again, I put another note right next to it, break these up and you might have me for all of them as separate entities, as a single commercial, I might've gone, okay, I got to, I got to, I got to pass this one by. Makes sense. All right. Thank you, Scott. Uh, Let's get over to Jenny. 
Okay. Could not agree more with what Scott is saying about cutting them up. And I think that uh, what we're getting at here is when Matt was in his very first official writer's room, there was a guy named Ed. Ed was British. And all Ed would ever say is, I think this is based on a faulty premise. And kind of what I'm getting at is, I think the faulty premise was in the instructions about this. No disrespect to wonderful Brian Abid and the team here, but I, I, I think we gave you a challenge that was counter to what you would actually do in the real world. And so I think that some of the confusion comes from that because what I'm hearing is we maybe could have said, do a 30 second ad and do three different versions of it that would run across your podcast for a bunch of times. And again, love this show, but where this is a new challenge, we have to develop these challenges as they go because I think everything you all did was so great. But in the end, I wonder if we over gave you instruction on sound design, on music, because normally Justin is right. And ad read is like, hey, I'm Jenny. I just want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by you, by the patrons of this podcast. You're the boss. You're in charge. We're really grateful. If you want to donate one five, you get this amount of thing and you go to patreon.com slash DTNS. Right. That's it. You just want to hear like a cheerful and also voice and also here's a music bed under it so you know sure. that you can skip through easily right. and not miss real content. Right. And so I I wonder if next time we ought to like make a different choice about these. Um. I what I will say though is this was the assignment, and um, there was a very this time in this one there was a very abrupt transition into the ad. Right. It didn't go smoothly into the ad, which is just like a pro level thing that you can do. Um, uh, I love the concept. I love the concept for all of these. I do think it was too long and should have been split. I think the music when at about three minutes, 50 seconds, the music came in a little rough, like instead of like a smooth in, it was like kind of jerky in. Um, and those are the things that I don't forgive as much because no matter what your concept is, no matter how much you commit and you did commit, yay. The, the, if you're doing a three minute thing, I feel like you can listen to it 7,843 times before Monday. And so you should uh, until everybody. And, and also like, it's not just you guys because you've heard it so much and you're so tired. Husbands, wives, friends, cousins, uh, other podcasters, like you're in a competition, like just have them give you notes, have them listen with their pro headsets. So anyway, that would be my note because someone is going home tonight. And it's probably going to be based on editing somewhere in one of these three teams. And I'd like to point out, I, by the way, Jenny, I love the idea of doing the, Sorry. no, no, no. Actually, I do love that idea of doing the, the, the multiple shorter ad reads to show how it would go across the campaign. So that's definitely um, notes for next season. But I do want to or, point out. Or, or. We could just not do this challenge. <laughs> I just want to make sure that that's still enough. <laughs> I think that's come across. But I also do want to point out that Jenny gave you the bad news beginning with a British accent. Just, yes. just to point it out there. <laughs> uh, and let me, let me uh, uh, put a, fine, uh, a finer point on that. Comedy during ad reads is not the same as comedy during a show. Yeah. And what I think you guys, all of you did, was try to bring the show's energy into the ad read when it's it's not the same. You want a little veneer of it, right? Like Professional the only differentiation. Yeah, you know the funniest ad read I ever heard in my life that I can still remember today was an early Smodcast Kevin Smith's 
uh, podcast with Scott Mosier, and they were doing an Adam and Eve read. And then when they were just reading the copy, they said the phrase role-playing games. And then Kevin Smith, in his very Kevin Smith way, said, ah, I've accepted a 12-sided die. <laughs> uh, and that was, I, I, I lost it laughing, but it was one line. And it came from the concept of, here are two friends that were handed a piece of paper and paid money to read it. Yeah. Not, not that like Kevin Smith was like, let me write Jay and Silent Bob dialogue to do this read. Right. And, sure. And I will add too that this is a um a subtlety experiment. This was a subtlety assignment, even though it may not have seemed like it, because I will tell the story of Steve Post, legendary public radio broadcaster who had an announcing job on WNYC in the later days and was one day given radio copy to read for an ad product called Squirrel Away, whose job was it was a product, a, something, a poison or a deterrent to chase away squirrels. And Steve's distaste for having to read this ad on his classical music show on WNYC New York was so profound that he read the entire copy totally like word for word. The copy did not differentiate, but his voice and the way that he just said, squirrel away was people were like choking at home. And of course the advertiser was furious because even though he read their copy word for word, boom, he was like, he almost got fired over it. It was such a big deal because the ad campaign went on and on. It just built and built and he did it all with his voice. So I'm just saying like with an ad read, a little goes a long way. God, yes. Keep in mind though, I did give the, the challenge as being between three and five minutes. So I want to make sure that that, uh, last week, uh, Oi, uh, faulty uh, premise. Faulty yeah. premise. <laughs> <laughs> I think I also said somebody can pull the tape, but I think I also said I would reward anybody for going under that. <laughs> I think you did. Actually, I think, I, I think you did. Anyway, sorry, digression. Yep. Nope, nope. You're exactly right. All right, let's get to. Oh, thank you, uh, Blue Fan Group. And we are now going to move over to the makers who got Orange Sight, which is totally not GoDaddy or Squarespace. No, not at all. Hey, Vincent, Dusty, and Adi. How you guys doing? Hi. Hello, hello. Doing okay so far. Judging by the, the Discord, it seemed like you guys had your ad idea really quickly. Were there other other ideas that kind of got thrown out that that we didn't see that, you know, had a little more discussion? No. So if you'll was... remember, uh, last week, uh, we were discussing which, you know, fake company we should choose. And basically, while we were being offered the, the three choices, this idea struck me fully formed like a <laughs> lightning bolt straight into my brain. And Audie was like, should we do Fresh Crate? And I was like, no. Orange side. <laughs> you had it even while we were during, doing the, uh, while I was doling out the challenge. That's amazing. The whole thing, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And, wow. and it's an absolute credit to Audie and Vincent. They were able, it, it took me a little while to fully explain my vision, but we executed it exactly the way it came into my mind. That's amazing. Did you already, did you also have the idea right away for let's chat about Star Wars, uh, the little parody in there? And Where would you get an idea it? like that? 
Yeah. Was it a way to get a few I don't extra know, points? Audie. Where did we get that idea? <laughs> that that might have been my contribution. Cause, <laughs> just just because. Uh, well, uh, I'll have more to was, say in a moment. It cracked me up. There was something in each in each of these ad reads that cracked me up. I know the ringworm thing from Connect Four cracked me up. The um, Kelly Kozefson, what was her name? Yeah, that was it. Kelly Kozefson. Kelly Kozefson. Kozefson, yes. Worked very well. All right, well, let's get to our judges. We're going to start things off with Scott. Okay, so this is, uh, you guys tied for second place for me. Uh, probably not helpful to know that because who knows who got last. But Everybody tied for second place for yeah, you. Yeah, but I know when there's only three, you basically tie for second. But in this case, like score-wise in my head, you guys are right around the same. And uh, I will say this. I thought there was too much story and I wasn't sure what the ad was for at, for a very long time. Uh, even though I know you guys are doing Orange Sight, I was trying to listen to this as somebody who didn't know. And it felt like it took too long for that, which is a, unfortunately for a lot of people, a skippable offense. They'll hear this and go, well, wait a minute, what is this? I don't even know what they're talking about. And they skip it. Um, so that worried me a little bit. I thought the voices were great throughout. You guys are cracking me up. Um, there was no uh, effort spared on that front. And I just, I just respect when people go all in on voices. I think that's awesome. And um, it speaks to my love of science fiction. I wasn't really laughing though, but I, again, conceptually I'm down with, you know, where you guys are headed. Um, but I wasn't, I wasn't finding myself that entertained uh, humor wise. Uh, I think more music and less of that drone sound might've helped a little bit. And the drone sounds fine, except uh, I don't know. There's a lot of it. And there was a big chunk where there just wasn't any, anything to remind me that, Oh yeah, this is an ad, not a, not a, you know, a skit piece that the show is known for doing or something like that. Um, I'm going to, so I've been given grades. The other two teams got a grade. I'm going to give you guys a letter grade for uh, this. It's called the skip grade. This is whether or not I would skip this if it was something I was hearing on a podcast. And uh, I put D for depends on how close I am to the phone or if I'm using earbuds that let me skip ahead. If any of that stuff's too far and I'm just sort of sitting there and I don't feel like getting up, I'll sit through the ad. It's fine. I'll let let it your grade is it depends for real. <laughs> D, D, it's D for depends. Even, why are you even saying words? Like D, D for depends. D so, for depends. So in this hypothetical ad, you're judging the quality by a, a, a situation where we don't even know the hypothetical. Maybe you are right next to your phone. Maybe your phone is 50 yards away. Maybe it doesn't exist. We don't know. It depends. Yeah. If it what no, this is what I'm saying. If the thing was so bad, then I would go find my phone and skip it. I didn't think it was that bad. Even if it was a billion miles away. No, even if so if my phone's like, I don't know, across the room and I'm on the couch and I've got a nice blanket on me, I'm like, I don't want to go get my phone and skip this. I'll 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 let it play. But if it was terrible and egregious, I'd get up and get my phone. What if it was a weighted blanket? I'm definitely not getting up for that. Or at yeah. least that that augments the chances. There we go. So yeah. please adjust the quality of your recording based on whether or not Fantasy Scott has a weighted blanket on. I have one. I love it. I love my weighted blanket. It's amazing. But is he doing it in this hypothetical scenario? Tune in next week. Aren't you guys glad you signed up for this competition? So <laughs> Who are you asking? Us or the contestants? Uh, hello. Uh, Jenny, you're next, so jump right into it. (laughs) All right. So, uh, I love homage. Thank you for doing a Let's Chat About Star Wars. However, 
If you're going to homage slash parody someone's podcast who's a just judge on your podcast, you should probably not make it a Star Trek bridge. Uh, which, you know, I got the joke at the end, but like, guys, there are bridges in Star Wars too, right? And Star Wars universe doesn't <laughs> acknowledge Earth. And <laughs> so we're running into some trouble here. Uh, so I, I would have accepted, let's talk about Star Trek, which does have an Earth and it does appear. So again, when you go into fictional conceits and concepts, there's a logic. Just because it's fictional doesn't mean you leave logic behind. As a, as a matter of fact, it increases the necessity for internal logic of storytelling. And that's for ads and that's for uh, your po fictional podcast, like whatever it is. It's just like the rules have to make sense. Um, so I would say like maybe have thought that one through a little more. I just the simple fix is just change the name of the show. Right. Let's talk. Let's chat about Star Trek, a show I have wanted to do for some time, uh, but I'm not. Uh, I can't. <laughs> I just can't do any more podcasts that I stopped doing. OK. I'm um, sorry, Jenny. I, I do just want to say so this is Dusty. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to cut in for a second and say that that was a very intentional choice. Yeah, but it's a what Matt Flanagan, my husband, the comedy writer guy would call a banana on bananas or a hat on a hat. It, it's too many turns in the environment. Right. Like you just want. If it's a let's chat about Star Wars podcast, then it should be Star Wars centric. You should be on the Millennium Falcon. If it's a let's chat about Star Trek podcast, you can just do exactly what you did and have it just be a little more Star Trek. -y. Or, or telegraph it. It'd be like, it's wacky yeah. to Friday. Yeah. And we're, oh, oh, are we on a Star Trek bridge? Yeah. Just, but That's like, fair. it's gotta be the logic. It's like a hat on a hat, banana on banana. Bananas on bananas is the way that Matt used to describe it as like, and then she's also this and also this. It's just like. But that, that I think that, that's even more elemental than hat on a hat or, or banana on banana. Cause yeah. banana on banana would be they're, they're in Star Wars, but also they have witch powers, but also there's that and the other. Yeah. This is, this Internal is basic logic. comedy. Yes. Basic. Uh, I, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In basic comedy, it has to make sense. Comprehension. Comprehension. Simplicity of concept. Right. Uh, I did laugh very hard at not today possum, but I would have just for comedy purposes, just left it at that. I would not have had the possum reply. Not today possum is literally like a thing I will now say in my house. Right. You don't need the next bit. So that's more of a comedy note. But if you're going to attempt comedy high dive, you have to stick the landing. Uh, also, I just I'm sorry. I don't care if it was an ad or not an ad. I love this. <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> Nothing to do with it being about Star Wars. Obviously. <laughs> Thank you, Jenny. Uh, all right, Justin. Uh, he loved it. It's the best thing he's ever heard. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I like guys look I spoiler alert I hated all of these and and I I, I don't know what you were supposed to do because I don't know what the point of this challenge is but like this thing is five minutes that's ten times I have to hit the 30 second button like it's it's so long and yes I know that you guys are going for something and 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 God love you for 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 trying but that's not what an ad's for. An ad is for getting in, getting out, and getting paid. And and the fact that this was so long, and I mean, because, like, honestly, what's the best version? And this is for everybody. 
the best version of a sponsored comedy sketch. Like, what is the best, the best time that that's ever happened? Because for me, I can't think of one off the top of my head. And no matter what, I wouldn't say if given the choice between the funniest sponsored comedy sketch I've ever heard and the five millionth funny actual comedy sketch I've ever heard, I would go with the five millionth funny actual comedy sketch. So it's like, it's just a, a land of diminishing returns, even walking into it. So I, I, you know, the sound design was all right. I agree with Jenny. I didn't really get the premise and waiting to the end of a payoff at the end of an ad for GoDaddy or whatever. Like, I don't know, man. It, it, it's just a really long walk for very little gain. And, and I, uh, I think you were all marched into the desert and, and <laughs> you all died there. And that's death comes for all of us. And the wolves are at our door. Also no promo code in this one, huh? Yeah, there was. Oh, yeah. Promo code? Uh, there was? I missed it because I yeah, guess it was at the end. It was my read. Oh, no, no. It was at it was at the 45 minute mark. You just got <laughs> Just I, I feel like I feel like Justin doesn't know that we were given about a 17 page uh <laughs> dialogue of of ad read that we had yeah, to we hit. had to read this stuff. Yeah. Like it's hard to like I get it. Yeah. You don't like the premise. I'm not thrilled with it either. But our essay worth of ad our read. entire approach to this was and and this like struck me out of the blue. This is part of the fully formed idea. I went at the most boring anodyne ad because I wanted to put it in a wrapper that would at least maybe convince somebody to not, you know, hit the 30 second skip if their phone was across the room. Okay. And, and that's, and that's, it's an interesting idea. It doesn't play out in real life. You don't want anything that interesting. You literally just want this thing to get, to show you a, a, a glimmer of the, either the host personality nine times out of 10 or one time out of 10. If you have a high concept show, you want to have maybe be in the gloss of the high concept show. But beyond that, and even then, podcasting ads are are very bland, I think, specifically because it's so much more of a host-driven medium compared to like YouTube or something like that, where the ads can be a little bit more in, in the flow of what things are going because you have the visual medium that you can also play with. Uh, but like, I, I, I get it. I, I know what you guys are trying to do. And I know that there was a lot of copy that you had to read, but uh, uh, the, the simpler the better, in my opinion, and I think in the opinion of everybody who actually listens to ads. Also, pro tip. he felt this way about everybody today. Yeah, this is not. Yeah, and yeah. and that's entirely fair. But uh, like our kind of intent when we started doing intent this doesn't was, matter. I'm so sorry. The intent does not matter. The execution matters. And when you say the in, our intent was, it it sounds like. Well, I did my homework and then it's like if it didn't come across to some degree, this didn't come across for all three of us. So I okay. super love people that have an awesome idea and I never want to step on it. And I always want to applaud creativity. But if all three judges with very different varying levels of concern and, and anger and 
bitterness, I guess, uh, are telling <laughs> you that it didn't work. It didn't totally work. And I'm the one who loved it the absolute most. So your intent, and I, I want to say this to all of you, like, I, you guys are great. Intent does not matter. Execution matters. And like, just, just don't ever tell me, but our intent was because like, I mean, and, and you didn't and do it. To be honest, and I'll say this, this entire season, there doesn't seem like there's a lot of confidence on any of these teams. There, 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 there's a lot of swinging from week to week on what, what, oh, okay. So now the judges said this and now we're going to overcompensate. And so last week we had a talking satellite. And now everything's got to have sound design. Like, uh, it, it doesn't, I need confidence, man. Like that, the, the reason why we listen to podcasts in general is because somebody is going to say something that you wouldn't otherwise hear. That's a basic law of entertainment in general, but in podcasting, which is so personal, it is that much more important because if you're going to put somebody's voice in your head, then it better be something that you couldn't have thought of yourself. And so I do think that this was a hard challenge. I do think that this challenge put all of you guys behind the eight ball. But I will say that the, that the results we got out of this were an example of the fact that I don't think for a lot of this season that we've seen kind of like bold, let's do something that we all are confident about going forward. There's been a lot of swinging from, from, from branch to branch that I don't think is making particularly compelling submissions. Gaming the judges and gaming the system will get you somewhere, but going your own way, I think the talking satellite will show you, going your actual own way will yield more results. And to that end, that 17-page brief, here's a dirty little secret of ad stuff. You don't have to say all of it. You have to pick the things that you think your audience will respond to and say some of it. Well, unless the ad, unless the advertisers are making you do it word for word. Sure, if it's yeah. a three-minute contracted ad. But if yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> if it's 30 seconds, they always give you 17 pages of stuff. And your job is to be like, okay, what's the most important six things I have to say? One of them is the promo code. Yeah. And some of them have the bullet points and 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 you just and you make sure that you have to read that and they have suggested copies. So like, look, there's a bunch of ways you could do it, but I I I don't know. Look, I, I said it at the end of at, at at the end that you that the the team that did this the fastest would get rewarded, and I don't think anybody particularly took that. You know, I did. Uh, this is the eight ball here that everyone was behind. Uh, <laughs> I did give everyone wow, the, the three the to five minute rule because the stuff that I get from the 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 company that handles my sponsorships says a minimum of two and a half minutes to four minutes, which. You know, I think if you're doing the right kind of ad, two and a half minutes goes by quickly. And if you've got sponsors that have a lot of stuff, each uh, each talking points for the listeners that don't see how long these documents are, they're really not 17 pages. Each one was a page long. And but I'm sorry, and I was being. I, <laughs> I know, I know. I just want to clarify. <laughs> yes. but, I was going uh, for comedy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> swing the that's worked, that's worked so well this week. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it's going to be different in every case where you're going to get uh, an advertiser that says you need to hit these five points and do it in four minutes, or you need to hit these three points and do it in 30 seconds. Um, so it's, you know, I wanted to make sure you guys were all on the same playing field. So the three to five minutes were for all of you. The one page talking points document was for all of you to keep all those things on the same um on the same playing field. Well, and here's one last thing just about yeah. all of the submissions. We got a lot of people that were trying to be funny, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't get a lot of people that were trying to sell me something. 
Like I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed to buy these products. If you really want to get for real, for real about like the, the world of podcast advertising, the, the, the thing you really want to do is sell a lot of these products. And, and, and a lot of the times risking that pitch, that ability to, to, to convert your listening audience into paying customers for these people who have rented time on your show is not to say like, well, let's dust off the comedy chops because not every show is a sketch comedy uh, a thing. And, and I, I don't know how much history you guys have with sketch comedy, but I know that you guys are definitely not seasoned sketch comedy or improv people together, at least. And, and so that was a risk. There wasn't a whole lot of pitching. There wasn't a whole lot of like, hey, oh my God, I love this stuff. This stuff is fantastic. I swear. And, and here's a real skill you guys can learn. Lying. Lying about how much you use a product and how much you love it. Like that's the, the most sincere way that you can say, uh, uh, you know, guys, I, I swear, my entire life, I've, I've wanted to make a, a living by myself and I never really could. I didn't really fit in with a lot of other places, but uh, the moment that I realized that I could chase my dream was when I uh, realized that I could set up a website and connect with people for my podcast. And, and that first time that I opened an Orange Host website and bought a, my, my, my first URL, I still remember where I was. Like, lie! That wasn't true. I lied about that. That's all. I'm a liar. I'm a liar for money. And that's what advertising is. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Not the most cynical view I've ever heard in my life, but close. <laughs> I mean, but tell me it's not, I mean, but it, no, I don't know. Well, I know what I you're saying. You, I know what you're saying. I know exactly I think, what you're saying. I think as a, as a podcast listener though, you go back and you think about the ads that you remember the most. And for most people, not all, and, and certainly not all, not in every case, but you'll remember the funny ads. You'll remember the Super Bowl ads that cracked you up over the ones that just showed. Okay, but that, a, but a we're doing podcast eating ads. A, eating a bucket of oats. Right. We are, but the the thing the uh, the comedy still applies. You still remember the things that you thought were funny, I, or remember some of the ads that you thought were funny. I mean, but then again, that's not what. Like, I don't remember the ad. It wasn't that made a requirement. Get, I, yeah. I don't. I don't remember the ad that made me get a MeUndies subscription, but I <laughs> sure as hell did. And at some point, I used a promo code for somebody, and they got paid. And that's the reason why you do these ads for everybody involved. The podcast and the, the, the advertiser. And if, if the point here is that we are trying to make people into better versions of this field, then that's, to me, the skills that we should be rewarding. I agree. I agree. And that's the, and that's the skill that we're trying to teach on this. So absolutely. All right, let's move forward <laughs> and, uh, and talk about who won this week. The scores were uh, all in the high end. So uh, there's that, which is really good. Uh, good to see. Let's go ahead and announce that our winning team this week was Connect Four. Congratulations to Tony P and Chaitna. Uh, well, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Bring <laughs> <laughs> on the game. <laughs> we had this exact conversation that uh, we lost a lot of team members. We have to revive our win back. It was a tough several weeks to be honest yeah. i think yeah. it takes your creativity to some extent but i think we went with it um this week thank you yeah and i think it was 
the, certainly the fact that you you got a premise and you stuck to it. Um, they may not have realized you were a dog at first, uh, but eventually all three judges did did realize. And I know a couple of judges knew right off the bat that you were a dog. And anybody who subscribes to that show would know that you're a dog after listening to the first part of the show. Um, what what are some of the other things, uh, judges, that uh, really sold sold this one for you? Well, for me, uh, the reason it won out and was the better of the of the bunch was um, I kind of knew what he was advertising the whole time. And one of the things your advertisers are going to want is that feeling of consistency. And however long your ad goes, whether it's 30 seconds, 15 seconds, two minutes, whatever, the product is front and center. And despite the distraction that just comes with the dog premise, just getting your head around it, you know, not even that you don't believe it or that you don't know how it works, but just really this whole show's about a dog as i mentioned earlier uh the actual ad content like what you were selling you sold you sold it more than than the others did in my opinion yeah yeah whether or not you were a slave through bondage or subjugation <laughs> i at least knew that the scraps of food you were eating off the floor was from the food crate uh and i liked your mics your mic quality was good <laughs> all right well thank, uh, thank you all very much and if i if i can have a suggestion for next season maybe uh a animal theme week i, don't, <laughs> I think we're, we're gonna really evaluate whether or not we're gonna do a sponsorship week uh next week <laughs> we're gonna see if uh uh, if Justin has any any trips planned and maybe do a sponsorship week the week he's gone all right uh, the judges and I are going to jump over to the other, uh, the Discord, to delegate or really uh, deliberate. That's the word. Uh, we'll be right back. Uh, hey, I, I, I'm. I, I think that probably came off too harsh about the show and everything. <laughs> I, I apologize for that. I, you know what? I can take it. I'm a, I'm a big boy. <laughs> but you're I mean, you're not you're not wrong that number one it is a skill that we do want podcasters to learn but um it's i think seeing it in practice it's like all right yeah there's a there's another way that we could do this that might work a little bit better so i don't see it as a as a you know we we gave all of them the same difficult Bad hurdles exactly. to get over the same faulty <laughs> well, premise part of it yeah. might part of it might just be how we dress it like if yeah. if they saw it from the perspective of um, look, your show's popular enough. Let's say it's some, you know, low low bar of five thousand to ten thousand listeners per week. Then that means that the advertiser's not coming to you for anything other than numbers. They they're yeah. coming right. because right. you know ten thousand people will hear this ad. They don't care what kind of show you've got or anything like right. that. Right. Yeah. They they care that you've got the numbers. And it's not even that they don't care about your show. They may very well care what your show is. And and that's why they like the match of the product. But the point is that if you were only doing 200 people, they wouldn't come near you. Mm -hmm. So it's in the end, it's an, it's a numbers game. So dressing it up as we've got to do a full on skit there, we may, there may have been ways to temper that. And then if the idea was who are we subscribing to, like not who did the best sound design and mic or whatever, like that can factor into it. But at the end of it, all of us have to subscribe to either the crate thing or the mattress thing or the, or the website hosting thing. Then that's the point. The point is sell this shit. Like, uh. 
you know, and and if if because that ultimately is really the only point of any advertising. Are you selling, yeah. you know, the squirrel repellent or whatever Jenny's thing is? Squirrel away. <laughs> squirrel away. Anyway, we could we could talk about about that uh, between seasons and and uh, either hone it or or ditch it. But uh, uh, let's talk about Blue Fan Group. We've got Eliza, Nikki, and Will. Um, where was the where was the drop specifically for uh, Comfort Soft? Was it too many concepts trying to shoehorn into the same space? Was it Tom needs to be fined a hundred dollars for telling them when they had two to do three? Yeah. <laughs> well, he did phrase it as it's the comedy law of threes, but maybe the, he should have made not that wrong. To... But they shouldn't all be in one thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's not wrong, but this isn't a comedy. It's a f- yeah. ad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send, let's send Tom home. I don't. <laughs> Good news. He hasn't, he hasn't left in a year. Um, <laughs> he hasn't left his um, home in years. I, I, we, we factor in people's performance in this decision, right? Or no? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The only thing that you can't grade it on is the, the wraparound show. Um, okay. Yeah. Or the length, uh, or the length within that three to five minute. Um, right. Because we told them. Because they all had. Because we told them that was a requirement. So, so the reason I asked that is I've one of the strongest point of that team right now for me is Will and his previous performances. He did really mm-hmm. well with that interview, like mm-hmm. extremely well, and those points have carried over for me. Um. So I would not, I would not put him on that list personally, of of who to cut this week. Who edited it? Uh, editing was Will. Uh oh. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not determinative. I'm just curious. Technically, it says all three of them were um, responsible for edits, but uh-huh. Will is credited with editing. So I don't know. In their in their um, in their credits, there was a differentiation between edits versus editing. So it might have been a might have been a different. Well, thing. the actual editing was okay. It was his. Yeah. It was what you're the problem? I think what you're saying, Jenny, is the person who would have said, guys, this is too much. We need to narrow this down yeah. would have been whoever's job that is. But again, I'd say how um, much should we factor Tom's, you know, law of threes into this? I like it. I don't know. Right. <laughs> who, wait, who wrote it? Uh, Eliza was writing and scripting and concept. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I so, mean, like, honestly, the foot, the thing about it is that they had the ad if, in the first five seconds where yeah. it was like, well, this is a show about binging. Oh my God. You want to know what? I've actually been really enjoying the fact that I'm on this new mattress. And the other friend's like, my mattress sucks. And and they're like, oh, wow. Let me read all these talking points. That's great. Anyway, let's mm-hmm. also talk about this other show. Like that was there. Yeah. And then it went through like, like the, the goddamn Universal Studios tour of, of, of ad like I don't know what would Frankenstein say about this? What what was Nikki on the hook for? What did she do? She didn't have any credits that were solely on her. I'm rewarding that. I'm rewarding that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rewarding it. I I'm I, I I think that she deserves a gold star for keeping her name off this shit. <laughs> I mean, that is a strategy. Yeah. Look, if I were on the Hindenburg, I'd could jump off too before it took off. You guys, this is great. All right. So, uh, so it sounds like with the writing slash scripting, 
Are you saying? Yeah. We have to find a way to really send home the actual culprit. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, you know, when you've got three people on a team, it's not like you can say, oh, well, Joe, let that goal get through. So we're going to bump him down to the the farm league. My intent was, let's just send them home. Um, Were they not on this team? No, anymore? that was that was the Star Wars one. Yeah, that we should send that guy home. <laughs> I love that. Their idea I the love... most should get sent home. I mean, sorry, it's Eliza or Will. Flip it. No, no, no. It's it's Eliza. She, yeah, right. the one the one whose name is on it and isn't Will. Because yeah. I agree with Scott. I I think Will right. deserves another challenge where they actually make a podcast. Okay. All uh, right. That's fair. All right. All right, we're back. And it's now time to talk about which team missed the mark this week. Um, Again, based on the judges' scores, this week it was the Blue Fan Group that uh, that missed the mark um, with uh, the Comfort Soft ad. The problem that the the judges really seemed to, to drive home was that there was... Too much stuff tried to uh, cram into one ad. Too many different concepts that were um, shoved into one three-minute ad or four-minute ad. And it, it came down to the writing that that kind of made this one miss the mark. Uh, so, Eliza, I'm sorry, but uh, that, that uh, the journey ends here in uh, ANTP. Wow. Let me... Queen's Gambit my way out of this. It was (laughs) such a pleasure being a part of this project. I've met people that I probably wouldn't have met before. And I found all the insight that I got from all the judging, whether it was from my work or from, you know, the other competitors, it was incredible. So thank you. Oh, well, it was, it, it's an absolute pleasure having you be part of the show. You, uh, it was always a delight uh, talking to you every week when we did one-on-ones or Tom time and that sort of thing. So uh, rest assured that you're not rid of any of us yet. <laughs> and and love the Queen's Gambit uh, method of the reference there. Well done. Way better than the Bridgerton. Uh, way of- <laughs> Man, that girl is wacko for chess. She loves chess, man. She loves that shit. Yeah, but I got that in the first five minutes. I didn't need a whole season. No, but dude, dude, she loves it, man. She's so into it. I'm kidding. Uh, All right. You know what they're into on Bridgerton, I'll tell you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard. I haven't seen, but I've heard. (laughs) It's Uh, so good. Hey, look, uh, uh, this is a tough competition, and uh, oftentimes... Because podcasting is an emerging art form, a lot of these challenges, and you've seen even on on this episode, and and you were the casualty of it, the the alignment of the talent, the show, and the judges are all off, right? Because this this form is so new that there's not like a hundred years of uh, an example for, for us to go off stuff. So uh, I think that you, there's no reason to hang your head on this. Uh, uh, you guys have all done fantastic work and, and you are uh, no exception. Sure. Oh, thank you. Uh, Scott, Jenny, either of you want to? I just anything? really like Eliza and I'm sad to see her go. 
Nobody's Aww. ever really gone. They become no, part of the I community. Know. I know. True. It's not like, you know, we're all here together. Here. It's just but- a random hit, you guys. <laughs> random hit a little it bit. was you know what i knew going into it like because we were talking about it i'm like if this tanks like this is my idea so i mean i take full ownership on it like it well, it it didn't win that's part of the reason i'm gonna miss you is i just yeah. think you've got a you have a, an amazing attitude about stuff like this and- well but let, also, me, let, let me say all three of your ideas were great we just should have picked one and really gone with it. No, <laughs> no, like no. You want to know what? I'll, I'll, I'll go further. The fourth idea, the premise before you got to any of the movie stuff, that was the ad. If the ad was just, hey, we do a show about binge watching. Look at all these shows we like. Oh, my God. I love binge watching uh, so much more in my bedroom, not on my couch, because I got this new mattress. Oh, really? My mattress sucks. It's haunted because I bought it off an old uh, grave digger. You're like, well, you really need a new mattress, co-host. That's why you need uh, whatever the mattress was. And it's like that right there. That's your ad. And and let me just get back to this. Like, you don't need to gild the lily. Like you don't really need to go so far on on something like this. That that at, at the end of the day, if any of these, I would have detected an earnest sell job, an earnest. I'm I'm trying to move these mattresses. I'm getting paid like I have a referral code. Like that, then I, I think that that's that's plenty to to get there. Uh, so you had it. It wasn't a matter of you needing something. It was a matter of perfecting the one thing as opposed to tacking on three more. Was it a hat wearing a hat on a banana? <laughs> yes. Two bananas sharing playing, one hat. Playing chess. I think in, in, in the judges panel, I compared it to the Universal Studios Hollywood backlot tour where we just kind of kept going through different things of like, oh, like, and here's what Moses would say about getting a new mattress in, in the mail. Like, <laughs> let my people sleep. Like, oh, uh, here's the wolf man. Oh, I love mattresses. Uh, all right. Well, Eliza, we love you and we can't wait to have you be part of this community. And, uh, uh, you know, it goes without saying this week, or this, this show gets tougher and tougher every week as we grow to love each and every one of you. So. Let's move over to something a lot more fun. Next week's challenge. It's one we've done before, so jury can't complain about it. <laughs> Try me. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> challenge accepted uh so when you look at all the podcasts out there a lot of people get their news from podcasts nowadays even the major newspapers and news networks have companion podcasts that they use to deliver days and weeks headlines to listeners presenting the news for a podcast requires a certain amount of routine discipline and credibility that can be challenging to maintain So let's challenge you. This week's challenge is a news reporting challenge. You're going to be tested on your ability to take news headlines that are given to you and make an episode about them. To make it feel even more like the short turnaround time that you hear from regular headline news podcasts and reporting, you're going to be given those nude news. (laughs) You're going to be nude. This this challenge just got better. You're going to be given those news headlines only two days before you have to turn in your podcast episode. 
So start preparing now and get yourself ready. Once those headlines are given to you, you'll need to find a way to digest that information and present it in a way that is not only easy to understand, but that your listeners will care about. On Wednesday morning, each team will get three headlines from uh, current news stories from either Scott, Tom, or Jury. And each one has a different area of headlines that they're going to be pulling from. Connect Four, as the winners this week, you get a special coaching bonus. Uh, Sarah Lane is the co-host of the Daily Tech News Show with Tom Merritt, and she's also worked for This Week in Tech, TechCrunch, and even as the VP of Original Content for Lionsgate Studios. Sarah will be spending 15 minutes with you tomorrow, Tuesday, to give you tips on how to create the most compelling news podcasts. You also get the bonus of picking your category first, and your three choices are politics, tech, and video games. So, Tony and Shane, I'll let you guys discuss for a few seconds, figure out um, which of those three you like. Hey, not politics. Chetna, uh, my, my uh, suggestions tech are video games. games and then tech. What do you think? I love tech. I'm in tech. <laughs> All right, let's do tech. Tech it is. <laughs> All right, tech it is. You're uh, welcome, whoever got video games. <laughs> Makers, you guys have the choice of the two remaining ones, uh, politics or video games. And you guys can discuss. We'd like to hear you discuss, <laughs> to be honest. Sorry, I was I was literally typing in Discord. Oh, I, God, I figured you were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, see now, but Gee, it's I almost will. like uh, we. I, I predicted nobody would want <laughs> weird, weird. Although, um, all right, yeah. Um, sorry, you guys going with uh, video? No, games? I will defer to uh, to those guys. I, I I'm, I'm good roll with anything. Yep. Uh, oh, I can't. So I can't hear Dusty or. Oh, actually, no, I don't, I don't hear, hear them either. Talking. Sorry. Oh okay. no, I hear one of them. Okay. okay. Um. Hmm. Can I just jump in and say that politics does not have to be what it has been the last four years, and it could just yeah, be. It doesn't have to be. But <laughs> no. I, yeah. Can I? I look. I think have gotten a lot less. I think. I think anybody who's not That's for sure. Look, I'm spoiler alert. I'm going to give you guys the exact formula to nail this and placate the toughest judge on the panel. Whoever takes politics, it's going to be. So easy. And everybody who avoided it will regret it. All right, we'll take politics. <laughs> Let's take politics. Yeah. You know, oh, I no, you oh, fell man. for it. <laughs> hey, I've been doing, I've it. been doing video Do game podcasts for 10 years. So time for time for a break. Let's go podcast. Uh, politics. Very good. Wow. Get out of your comfort zone. I love it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Then Blue Fan Group, you guys will be working on a video game podcast. Uh, so once again, you guys will all get your headlines on Wednesday morning. And uh, of course, as always, you'll be meeting with Tom also on Wednesday to get his suggestions for creating compelling, uh, compelling news reporting content. Uh, coaches, you want me to say that one again, by the way, Hammond, Bobby? <laughs> I know it needs to be done. As always, you guys will be meeting with Tom on Wednesday to get his suggestions for creating compelling news reporting content. Coaches, what will you guys be looking for in the submissions this week? Wow, we'll start... we've been demoted from judges to coaches. Oh my God, uh -oh. my notes again. I thought I took that last. Uh -oh. Maybe that's a promotion. Maybe it's a promotion. 
They get a lot more money. <laughs> I have lots of tips, so I could just go ahead and coach from my judgeship. Please um, do, Jenny. <laughs> okay, so let me just say this out loud one more time. Who, what, where, when, why, how, and what I like to call whoa or WTF because those are the things that have to be no matter what the topic in every sentence of every news story, not every sentence, but you have to tell people who did something, what did they do, how did they do it, why did they do it, and what, why we should care, okay? So I want you to keep that in mind. I also want you to keep in mind, I mean this in all seriousness, politics does not have to mean arguing. It could be historical politics. It could be today's politics. You could have a take on a political headline that Justin gives you that's different from... Uh, well, these are like, these are headline shows, right? Yeah, but that's what we're doing. They'll, they'll be current. Yeah. As we've learned, you don't well, have no, no, to no. just report the news, right? Could, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going off the... I'm going off the... The rain. Rails on a crazy yeah. train. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can talk to us later, Jenny. We'll take it. No, 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 no. I'm just no, wait. Don't be no, wait, th but this is this is talk to us. Th this is this is the like daily tech headlines to the daily tech news show, right? Yeah. Brian? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's like well, look, when, when, why, when, whoa. Yeah. Oh my God. But Jenny has it. Uh, and if you really want to get sassy, then have two hosts where every once in a while, one of the other hosts asks a question that is one of who, what, when, where, why, and how, and and whoa, right? Whoa. Like, th like th that's as easy as it needs to be. Here's the thing. You don't need to be funny with this. Think of this kind of format. This format of show is like, you know, in The Matrix, when Neo learns Kung Fu, and he's just like, like he's kind of like twitching, yeah. like, and then he's like, like, whoa, I know Kung Fu. Imagine that really what he's listening to are a bunch of podcasts explaining Kung Fu. The point is delivery. Just get it there as clear and comprehensive as possible. It doesn't need to be you know, swashbuckling. It doesn't need to be clever. It needs to be efficient. That is the key here. So it really doesn't matter whether or not you're talking about tech, politics, or video games. What matters is that you are explaining to me what these stories are. And my God, can you not go wrong if you just focus on who, what, when, where, why, how, and what? Can I say it in the voice of a telescope, though? <laughs> you can't. You don't want to get. You don't want to get. Let me let you know. You're getting. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. <laughs> Like, look, think about it like this. This is the news, right? You're giving me the news. That was sarcastic. Now, can, can, can Teddy Ruxpin give me the news? Yes, Teddy Ruxpin could give me the news. Do I want that more than a, a professional reader? I don't know. Depends. Am I in a Teddy Ruxpin kind of mood? Uh, based on my mood the last several Mondays, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Steering it back into port. Uh, as always, your submissions will need to be 10 minutes or less and turned in by our Friday deadline. Uh, teams, any other questions? All right. Very good. In that case, that's going to do it for this edition of America's Next Top Podcaster. Big thanks to our coach. We only have one. Our judges, because we have three of those, and everybody who works behind the scenes on this show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time right here on America's Next Top Podcaster. So what's up? 
It's Eliza here. I was just voted off to leave the podcast island, and I just wanted to give you some brief thoughts about what it was like to be a part of America's Next Top Podcaster. So first off, it was total surprise making it onto this project as a contestant and having Brian and Hammond welcome me into a part of this. It was such an honor. So thank you. Um, I loved working on the team with Dusty, Vincent, and Brendan when I was part of The Makers. We really got into a groove and I loved learning more about investigative stories. So I've done a few investigation stories on my own podcast and getting feedback and tips on how to make it even better is something I'm just going to use for the next one I do. When I shifted into the blue fan group, remember when we did the switch around, I was one of the people that switched around. So I had to get back into that groove with my new team working with Nikki and Will, and they are awesome. They were so easy to work with and they were great teammates. I knew though that with this challenge, if it didn't fly, I was going to have to take responsibility and, you know, take the bullet and guess what? It didn't fly. <laughs> um, hearing feedback from the judges, getting coaching time with Tom, even the graceful coordination of Lady Monica and Bobby, who listens to all the hot mic conversations. Uh, they were awesome to help learn about actionable takeaways that I could apply to my own podcast. Even having a project move seamlessly through like teamwork and having people take on assigned roles, that's something that I learned. I'm like really into doing everything myself. Uh, sometimes it's really hard for my own projects. Sometimes it's really hard to let somebody else take the reins and run with it. So something that I got to learn on the show, something I didn't realize I was going to learn, which is pretty cool. There are other contestants who I haven't worked with on a team, but I feel like I know them too. And I'm so glad to have met all these new podcast connections and that I went through this experience with them. It really is part competition reality show and part masterclass. Thanks for the wild podcast ride. Bye. Thank you for listening to America's Next Top Podcaster. This show brought to you by the lovely team headed by your host, Brian Ibbett. Follow Brian at Coverville on Twitter. Hammond Chamberlain as our executive producer. Follow Hammond at J Hammond C. Bobby Frankenberger as our producer. Follow Bobby at GM Funky Town. Lady Monica Stone as social media and community manager. Follow Monica at Wicked Kitten 13. Alex Albisu as our contestant interviewer and Patreon manager. Follow Alex at Alex Albisu. And I'm Gidget Von LaRue from Season 1. And you can follow me at Gidget Von LaRue. Consider becoming a patron of the show by going to patreon.com forward slash top podcaster. Make sure to follow the show at Podcasting Idol and visit our website at americasnexttoppodcaster.com for everything else. <laughs>